Hey, it's Grant. Uh, so before this episode starts, me and Arthur want to apologize for this episode being so overdue. Um, we were planning on posting this episode in December. However, just as things went on, things got much, much more busy. Uh, we got a lot more stuff on our table that we had to get done. Um, and uh, we never got around to posting this. Um, but we want to thank you guys for being so supportive. And we wanted to give you guys this episode just because you guys are that great. Uh, we thank you for all your love and support, and we will see you in the next episode. All right, enjoy the episode. I'm wearing this sweater, and it's so warm, and I love it. I know. It's sweater season now. It is so sweater season, and I'm here for it. I'm wearing, like, a shirt, but jacket. feels so nice. I, I'm a, I'm a sweatshirt, but I'm a, I'm a simp for sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. I'm a sweatshirt bitch. Um, I got. Hmm. <laughs> and it, no, tell me. Oh, I got this yesterday. Like it arrived in the mail yesterday, and it was only twenty bucks because really? it was on sale. Yeah. Oh my god, what does it look like? Uh, you want to see? Uh, yeah. Just send a picture. Or uh, I'll just turn my camera on here. Look. Okay. Don't worry, oh, they can't see. Fluffy. Oh, you can't see it. No, I'm. I uh, hold on. No, I can't see it because I'm. On a, I'm on a Discord call with my computer, not my uh, phone. Oh, so okay. wait, Marco Polo me it. Marco Polo me it. There. We got Marco Polo. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We were told that out. we should try doing Marco Polo, and that make my make our uh, uh, podcast <laughs> a little bit less awkward. Okay, so this this is my cute little jacket here. Uh, yeah, I'm in love. Buck jacket. I'm uh-huh. in love. Oh yep. my god, that is so nice. I know it was only twenty bucks. What? Like, like from yeah, where? it was from Hollister. It was on sale. I saw this and I was like, "This is cute." I have a Hollister in where I live. Bitch, I need to fucking go there. That is amazing. I love that. It was on the website though. Mm-hmm. Also, let's uh, just let's let's address the elephant in the room. Arthur has a better microphone. Yeah, we do. I mean, I do. <laughs> uh, we both do. <laughs> yeah, we both do. It's I mean, I his old yeah. mic. Yeah, so, I like, shipped yeah. it to Arthur, and they. Here's the thing, UPS. I love UPS U- so UPS. much. <laughs> Support. We love UPS. They told me that it would take seven to ten business days to ship, and I was like, okay, well, we'll probably do with recording an episode with his old mic, and then do that. It came mm-hmm. the next fucking day. I know. I was so happy. Yeah. Um. So probably because we live near each other. So. Yeah, we probably yeah we live in the same state. But mm-hmm. also, happy fucking holidays. Yeah. It's Christmas. I know it's five days until Christmas. Now I'm gonna <laughs> five golden rings, bitch. Give me them. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say one thing. These episodes, if you do not follow us on our Patreon, I'll link it. Our Patreon. Go to our like um. Where is it? Fuck, I forgot. We have a Patreon. Um, I'll I'll probably put it like if this one goes on to our YouTube channel, it'll probably uh, yeah, well, I'll put it in the description on our YouTube channel, and then I'll also put it out like on a post or something like that. Um, what post am I talking about? We don't have any social platforms right now. We need to make a Facebook group. You know what? We need to do that. Facebook. The fifty-year-old moms <laughs> would like to listen to us. Yeah, or like <laughs> yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, if you're you were listening this episode, you're listening to right now. If you're not on our Patreon, you're not listening 
uh, to the extended cut. We are going to record two episodes in one. So this one will basically we'll record this first episode, and then we'll record our next one right after it because we want to be able to have some time with our families for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I have my cousin. She has come back from um, college for Christmas break um, and stuff. So, yeah, I just want, like, some time to, like, spend with my family. I want to give Arthur that, too. So, yeah, that's why we're going to record two episodes in one. But mm-hmm. the main point is, if you follow us, if you are subscribed to our Patreon, you have the ability. This is going out for all the Patreon. It doesn't matter if you are. Arthur, do you know our tier names? I don't think I ever told no. you. No. So, our Never baby, so baby Capybara yeah. is our entry tier for $5. Um, and then I think for like twelve or thirteen dollars, we have like the flirting, the blushing capybara, because I fucking love capybaras. <laughs> um, and then we have, and then for the last one, we have our spicy capybara tier, and that's our twenty-five dollar tier. That one, you get all the bells and whistles and stuff, and we will be introducing more features in the future. Um, but as a Christmas gift from us to you, uh, for all of our Patreon subscribers, we will be giving you guys an extended cut from this episode all the way to the end of the next episode that's like over two hours worth of like podcast two hours worth of listening to our shit (laughs) um but yeah so honestly i think that it's gonna be super fun i hope you all have a very wonderful holiday um and uh if you don't celebrate christmas um or like celebrate the holidays. I just hope you have a good day. Everybody needs a good day for every now and then, don't they? Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, I talked to you about this earlier. Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. Let's jump oh, right yeah, into that it. Ad or I wanted to talk. Uh, this is. I want to start this episode off pretty heavy first because this is still a relatively new topic. Um, and you know about it, right? Not really. So okay. <laughs> So what I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about just the holiday ad campaign. I'm not going to talk about, like, all the other stuff that they're pulling up because there's no really adequate proof. And all the images that I've seen are like have been, like, pixelated or blurry, so there's no real way of telling. But um, Balenciaga um, is being accused of having alleged child pornography on their site oh. for their holiday ad campaign. Now... The reason is is because whenever they release their ad campaign, it features uh, two children, mainly two children, that's from what I've seen, holding a bear bag or a stuffed oh. bear wearing BDSM. I'm looking that up, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that, and so what it is. a lot of people said, this isn't okay, and like, how could they let this happen? Like, I can, I understand that as to why people are angry about this. Um, they have, uh-huh. like, you can't do this. And, the like, to think about it, um, like, Balenciaga, they are not a small, like, company. They're a pretty large company. And um, that means that, like, there were, like, they planned this. There were executives. There were managers. There were photographers. There were a ton of people involved in this, and no one fucking took a step back to see or think that, like, we shouldn't do this because this looks like we are advertising um, stuff <laughs> that features BDSM for children. 
uh did they actually sell those teddy bears they were using it for their holiday ad campaign so yeah they were gonna sell them the the bdsm bears yeah first of all balenciaga you're a fucking clothing company not a sex store why the fuck do we need bdsm (laughs) (laughs) why do we need bondage shit why yeah Um... why do we need that no one needs that but like i whenever i first saw it it was jarring at first like no i don't think they should have done that now i think that Uh. like now what now i read on some more Turns out that apparently Balenciaga also fucking threw their photographer under the bus and claimed that they didn't know that the photographer was going to shoot these. Oh, then they what? hired a photographer and blamed the <laughs> photographer for this, even though they planned out the fucking ad campaign and the photographer was just doing what they what they were told to do. Yeah, but like what? <laughs> Okay, so like they just they threw this together. Yeah. Whenever and then and then they just blamed the photographer. Um, yeah, whenever <laughs> they <laughs> whenever they um whenever this first arrived and they were confronted about it, they said this is the fault of our photographer. We didn't know about this. And then after and then I think after a week they finally came clean about it and that they knew everything about it and stuff. But now just people are like going at it and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, anybody or, like, this, like, normally, like, this kind of, like, cancel culture or scandal behavior is normally directed at, like, social figures, like YouTubers yeah. or influencers, but never at a company. Yeah. But I think that, like, this is pro- this is a fucking good thing um, to talk about and a fucking good thing that was shut down almost immediately as it debuted because Mm -hmm. like I like I'm pushing like I am keeping like there like I'm keeping my Protestant beliefs like my Christianity and all that stuff out of this conversation this is like my morals not my religious morals but Mm -hmm. my morals I think or I believe that as um Someone who understands and has been around children and who works with children, they should never fucking be around anything that has to do with BDSM or fetishes or sex. Yeah. Children should not be sexualized in any way, shape, or form. I mean, we already have problems with beauty pageants where we um, literally grade children on how well they look. And then they grow up to mm-hmm. like judge themselves on the way they look. And, um, like, just the, just the fact that, like, a major corporation thought that they could get away with this and did it and then tried to fix it by blaming someone else is absolutely appalling. It's absolutely appalling. Yeah. I, um, like, I, like, I was at work. I, whenever I first found out about it, I was at work. And my coworker told me about it because I had read something on the internet. And he was like, yeah, it's a real thing. I was like, seriously? And he says, yeah. It was an ad campaign that came out. And so later that day, I had come home. And then that's whenever I DM'd you. I told you about it. And I was like, we should talk about this on the podcast. And here we are. We're talking about it. But that, but like, that makes me so mad. The fact that like a major company like went as far as to do this and thought that it would be okay. Like, who, like, Mm -hmm. who was running that? Like, what, like, what did you have to like 
be on or like what mental state were you in to think that like not take a second guess like bdsm children those are those are two things that should never go together (laughs) like (laughs) i was dumbfounded i was absolutely dumbfounded um yeah uh that's just why i don't yeah like why these these fashion companies always come up with the weirdest concepts exactly it's like (laughs) like i think that like these companies or like fashion companies especially need to know the boundaries of like what is appropriate for a society and what is inappropriate for society Mm -hmm. like i get it that like you know sex sells and everything like that but not pornography not like child pornography that doesn't yeah that's just messed up so um yeah Hmm. well i want to like try to keep tabs on it but i don't really want to go too in depth since it's still a relatively new thing the campaign came out just literally like three weeks ago and this stuff is still developing um so like we have no real like firm source like there are several other things they listed like things of like um like alleged things are like books about molesting or things about like uh um consent or like court documents apparently being in an ad committee or scrapped ad ideas but i oh. i don't know if that's true or if that isn't true i don't want to jump on that bad i don't want to jump on that part of the bandwagon until like all that stuff is confirmed and then balenciaga does come clean about it or they confirm or deny whether it is true but they can't confirm or den- but they can't deny that this was them for the yeah. uh, holiday ad campaign. So um anyways, I th- I just wanted to talk about that, you know, if like there there are rules like there's there's like copa and things mm-hmm. that content creators have to follow for a reason and it's to prevent things like this. And whenever these rules aren't followed, it it can be detrimental to children because, you know, um, like as, like, as a, like, as someone who was a minor, you know, you don't have any fucking say in almost anything. Like, I I think that adults forget that, that children don't legally have a say in anything. So, because we don't give them their voice, we don't get a voice until we're 18. We, we get our voice whenever we become an adult. And then on top of that, in order to be addressed, we have to rely on our parents to be able to legally schedule a court date or something like that, to be able Mm -hmm. to, like, sue a company or for, like, putting this stuff up. So, and these are also, like, these are, like, young children. Like, these were kids that, like, were in elementary school. They look like like four-year-olds. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I, I was absolutely appalled. The fact that a company did this, um thought that they could get away with it especially on the holidays Mm -hmm. and stuff like that you know everybody always you know they're like i i hate to bring it to this thing but there are definitely families out there that have had like i know that for a fact like i've i see it all the time on like my phone you know like amber alerts and stuff a child goes missing and then a couple months or a couple years later you like find out what happened to that kid turns out that they were a either sexually they were like molested or um uh they were like molested and murdered or something like that you know and i think that like companies forget that this shit happens because of this Mm -hmm. 
like if you if you create an ad campaign or create images where you sexualize children, there are going to be people out there that will um get off to that and will actively seek children. Oh god. That is absolutely horrifying. I know. Ew, that's just so, so disgusting. Yes, it's absolutely horrifying. So I think like this is the one time where I think me and you can both actually stand by the sides of like moms and stuff mm-hmm. who are moms or parents or families who say like take this down and don't ever make something like this again. Like yeah. I think like you have to you have to fucking think before you make this shit. Like as a person mm-hmm. who works in content, you have to make this stuff. You have to like you you make this stuff but you think about it as you're making it. You don't just make it and put it out there and then think about um mm-hmm. think about it afterwards. And I know that like someone is going to bring up something first of all, don't shut up. Uh second of all, um <laughs> uh but the fact that like this was such a major company with that's world that's worldwide and these children mm-hmm. have been posted worldwide of them holding handbags with BDSM oh. gear on them. That's that is absolutely disgusting. Horror. That's like mm-hmm. disgusting and awful. Mm. So, anyways, that was a pretty heavy episode and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. I think I want to give like people like a life update and stuff. There's been a lot that's happened. You, of course, I've kept you in the loop of mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. I have uh, decided that I wanted to leave a community that I was a part of for just about a few months. And then um, I wanted to, like, start anew. I went back to a community that, like, knows me by name. Like, they don't know me as Taco. They know me by my real name. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, I went there and I was welcomed with open arms and stuff. You know, I think that, like, as an adult, um, you've kind of already learned this. Um, as an adult, there are just some fucking things that you just got to walk away from. If it happens, it happens. You just walk away from it. And this was one of those times where I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just going to walk away from it and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I've cut off a lot of people from my contacts, my friend groups and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like I, like I've only kept the closest people to me that I care a lot about. Um, but the other ones who I didn't care about, they're like gone. They're they're like yeah. no longer a part of my life. Because I like as a person who has had a traumatic past and is going through like, you know, crises and stuff like that. Um because I, I think you know that like I got a late start on being an adult due to like mm. my illness. Um if you didn't know I had Ewing sarcoma my graduating year of high school. And I couldn't go to college. So uh, all my friends in real life moved on without me. I lost communication with all of them in the period of that time because I wasn't able to talk to them because I was so sick. I wasn't able to visit them. Literally every week was a hospital visit. So whenever I, um, whenever I like move, whenever I like moved on, and stuff i was like you know what 
this is like a time to start new. So I'm experiencing a lot of this stuff for the first time, like firsthand experiencing this um, stuff like college and everything like that. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy, I enjoy being an adult and stuff like that. You know, I'm looking into like uh, further down the road, making big purchases and stuff like that. Understanding that like, you know, budgeting, of course, I've mm-hmm. talked to you th- about this in the past, you know, I'm like ready, like as of right now, it's I don't it's foggy here where I live and people drive like mm-hmm. shit because the fog is really heavy and they can't see lights or anything like that. So I'm financially ready that if I get T-boned, I can successfully, you know, if I get T-boned and my car gets totaled, I can Aww. successfully like, you know, be able to uh take the check that I get from the insurance and then, you know, be able to do a monthly payment on the car to replace it. So that way I can mm-hmm. get to work and back and stuff. And that's a whole entire part of adulting. But the whole entire other part of adulting is making sure that you're with the right people. Um, yeah. And, you know, I told you this before. If the people, whenever you mess up one time, just decide to go hammer at you and then don't let up and don't care about anything, they're not your real friends. If they If they try to reflect anything or like their problems on you or try to make like what they did wrong on you then it was then it's not worthwhile trying to keep because you know it's going to happen again in the future and um i want to like say this now um and me and you we talked about this like how long did we talk about this for maybe about three hours yeah um we made a decision. We had episodes planned where we would bring other people on. And we made this decision that we want this to stay as our own podcast. Because we think that because we think that it'll be more enjoyable for you, the listener, to just listen to us and not listen to anybody else. Things like that. Not having to worry for me, not having to worry about people suddenly changing their minds or anything like that. Um, because the way that whole situation happened was like no communication with anybody until the episode aired and then we had to take it down. Um, that's what got me mad. But uh, mm-hmm. like, that's what I told you. I just told you, I just texted you after everything was done. I said, just me and you. It was just, this podcast is just me and yours. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever like whenever we get there in time and we're ready to bring someone else on, that's whenever we'll do it. But just yeah. me and but it's gonna be just me and you. If you're not ready to record or I'm not ready to record and we can't put an episode out that week, we won't put an episode out that week. So I'm saying this now that if we can't get an episode out on a Sunday or whenever we release it, that means mm-hmm. that we won't that means that we were just too busy to not be able to. Because this is this is something that me and you hold so close to like our hearts. Like this was a thing that we started together. Mm-hmm. Um, we were super excited to start, and I think like I just want to keep it that way for both me and you to keep it as enjoyable as possible. Because as long as we enjoy ourselves on here, that means that the people that are listening will enjoy themselves too. And if you've clicked off yeah. by then because you don't like the decision, bye. <laughs> you know, honestly, <laughs> bye. If you don't like that, you know, you don't rule our lives. You don't dictate what we do. This is what we do. This is how we mm-hmm. run things. 
So fucking get a grip. And if you can't, fuck off. <laughs> like, with pleasure, fuck off. <laughs> if you are yeah. going to complain about us busting our asses to make you happy. Because um, we do this because we want to include you on our conversation. Just like in, in real life, we were having a conversation with someone else. We would just move away or, like, stop talking if someone else came in. We didn't want them to be part of our conversation, right? Mm. So if you don't want to, like, have to wait for an episode if we miss a week or stuff like that, oh, well. (laughs) 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 Anyways, enough complaining about life and stuff like that. Let's talk about Krima. 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 Have you ever seen that TikTok? I want to lie for Grima. I know what Krima is. I've seen a lot of people say it, but, like, I'm not... I don't really, like, go on TikTok. I've, like, slowed down on TikTok. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what? TikTok is, like, fucking me over right now. You know why? They gave me the AI voice effects, and it fucking took them away a couple weeks later, and then nothing I've done has fixed it. Nothing I've done has, like, brought it back. I have a brand new phone. (laughs) <laughs> and I've lost. And they're the, not back. They're not back. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like TikTok. Fix this. Give me the trickster voice back. <laughs> mm. uh, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I wanted to talk to you about like let's talk about what we want for Christmas. What are we getting for Christmas? I gave you my I gave you my Christmas gift. You're using it right now. Yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, you. Again. So like what other things did you like ask for for Christmas or are you like give me money? Yeah, I'm like give me that money. Give me that money. Hand it over. Daddy's <laughs> money. <laughs> My daddy's money. That's literally what I have my my Zell as. It's called daddy's money. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. That is amazing. Um for me what I wanted for Christmas was I wanted WeatherTech mats for my car. My floor mats, Ooh. I'm telling you, my floor mats are trashed. <laughs> aren't those aren't they like the They're the cloth ones. Yeah, the cloth ones. Ew. Yeah, they're like the cloth ones. And I was like, I want, um, like I want like WeatherTech floor mats. I want like things that are, I want something that's gonna like protect my floors because I want to keep that car for like a long time, and I don't want those carpets getting ruined. Um, mm. but also because I'm prone to spilling things <laughs> in my car, <laughs> so I wanted some floor mats that'll be able to you know keep the car clean. And I carry my dog. I do a lot of shit that makes my car dirty. Yeah. And, oh my god, I came home and I told my mom this. But I walked out and so um we have a receptionist where I work and she sits right at the front desk. I went to go pick uh-huh. up my sister from school yesterday and I walked in from work today and she said, Oh, I wasn't able to catch you before you left with your sister, but I saw someone ding your I saw someone hit your car with their door oh. and stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I walked out, they took off the paint. Oh my god. There's no paint. You can see all the way down to the metal on the door. They dinged it that fucking hard. Yeah, and so now I have to go to I have a service appointment on Nissan. Nissan. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um I'm going to go to down to Nissan. I'm going to see if they can put on the Nissan Connect stuff on my car. They probably fucking won't. 
It's just like, it's void your warranty. It's like, come back. It's the <laughs> <laughs> skanks. Um, uh, but I need to get like the touch-up paint for my car. But I'll also yeah. see if they can do that as well. Because I also have like rock chips on my car from whenever I bought it. The Nissan oh. dealer that I bought it from it didn't fix it. Why? They didn't. Why I don't know. But I think it was a very like new car on their lot. Um, oh. And so they didn't really have time to. So like they, it came like that with it rock came, chips? It came like that, but we got it at a discounted price. They cut oh, off. So good. they had put. So whenever we bought the car, this is something that California dealers tend to do. Um, especially with used cars to make them charge more. Um, so what they do is they'll list one price like online. You find the car online and you just like, okay, you tell the dealer, I'm going to come visit. I'm going to come look at it. But then you come to, uh, then you go to the dealer, you talk about finances and everything. turns out there's like $1,700 worth of stuff that's on it that they didn't list. Um, and that stuff is like clear coats. It's like a low jack system, uh, and all of that stuff. Um, so, in total, what we did with my car, we also reasoned with him and told him, like, this isn't the fucking listed price of my car. Um, like, you told us, like, this car was $21,000. We ended up, not only that, we ended up having to pay 2500 for it. No, we, played, we paid twenty five five for it. Um, that's right, $25,500 for a 2021 Nissan Kicks. Um, uh-huh. Uh, thankfully a lot of cars have like gone down car prices have. So that means, um, like if something does happen to it or, uh, like, you know, we're ready for like a change or something goes wrong with it and we just don't want to put money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, like we can just trade it into the dealer and a dealer will give Wait. a lot of money back for it. Um, uh, what, was wrong? your car like used? It was used, no. but it, oh. it was like used, but new. It had 21,000 miles on it, but it was used as a commuting car. So it's only highway miles on it. Oh, that's So that's why it runs, like, new. Um, Mm -hmm. And so what they did was, is they put on, like, this clear coat system onto it Mm -hmm. whenever we bought it. And they told us that. And we're like, okay, um, well, we don't want that on it because we didn't ask for it. They said, well, it comes with a car. And I said, we said, yeah, but it doesn't come with the car originally. It did come from the factory like that. You put it on. Um, and, like, we, we want to purchase this car as it came from, like, the factory. Uh, and they yeah. said, well, we can't do that, and yada, 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 yada. Push comes to shove. We um, ended up getting the car. We ended up knocking all that stuff off, like the blowjack, because we said, we don't want it. Fucking mm-hmm. take it off. We don't want it in the car. Um or, like, we went ahead and took off, like, they took off the clear coat, and we said, well, number one, it has rock chips on it. We're not mm-hmm. paying for a car with rock chips. You need to touch it up and stuff. And they are like, well, we can't do that and stuff and all that. Um, they said, well, then we're not paying for the clear coat. Uh, so uh, we, like, we get the clear coat taken off. We get the low jack system taken off, which low jack is nice, but that's why you have fucking Nissan Connect. Um, or like a car connect. I think yours is like Toyota Connect or something like that. Uh, oh, something where like you can link your car up to your phone and you can like start it remotely, lock it remotely, you know. Um, and what my car can do, I have a service appointment on the thirtieth, and I want to talk to them about some of that stuff because I'm interested. 
I want one of those features. Mm-hmm. That sound that is something that I will use like daily. Also, car manufacturers, f- like fucking stop putting like remote start on like the second uh, model because everybody <laughs> wants remote start. It is the best thing ever, and we're not gonna fucking pay more money. Why the fuck do like manufacturers like to do this? Where they like where they like will say. Oh yeah, remote start is available on all models. And then you go buy it and they say, "Oh yeah, we forgot to tell you it doesn't fucking have it. It's not available on it." And I was like, "They want money." Yeah, it's like, "You fucking <laughs> told me that it comes with it, you." <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to talk to them about that. Um mm-hmm. Uh, the car if it if it was the certain case of like where like I knew that like I had to have it and the car was older, then we probably would just trade it in and get a new mm-hmm. one for with all that stuff on it. Um but uh with this one, it's so new that like it only has like twenty I think I'm just getting to twenty eight thousand miles on it. Uh-huh. Um that's still very new. Uh yeah. it has a lot of life left on its warranty. Um I want what, however, my my plan for it is. I want to get rid of it once it gets to fifty thousand. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to like push that car over fifty thousand because that's whenever you can't get much money for it. Um, oh. whenever buying a trade in, whenever you're doing a trade in with it, um, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I think that like my car is great and all. It does really good for like what it is. But I I think I might go for a hybrid maybe in my next car. Stuff. Ooh, maybe a Honda. hybrid i'm i like the honda insights and honda accord hybrids um but i also like the rav4s Ooh. i like those a lot and the prius prime i i want i also like the prius primes as well yeah um you know fuck you can't fucking beat like 52 miles of electric range and like over 800 miles of range as well. Yeah, that's like really good, especially yeah. for California. We live here where the yeah. cost at least costs over $3. Yeah. The like for those of you who for live more. out of state or listening out of state, um where you guys are like $2 a gallon, you guys think that's high. Uh if you guys go to Costco, it normally costs like a dollar or something or like a dollar yeah. 50, $2. Here it costs like $3.50 to get a gallon of gas. So for my car, yeah. which has a ten gallon tank, little tiny car, it costs thirty bucks to fill up. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a <laughs> lot of money. So, um, you know, and then a lot of people say, well, like, well, how many like why do people have so many fucking big cars there? It's A because they're hybrids, B because um they're an older model and they got it for cheaper, or C, it's because they don't fucking know what they're doing with their money. And they have to like pull out a bank loan every time they fill up their car. That's how we. <laughs> that's how we work here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my mom's truck, which is a Tundra, it's expensive to fill that up. It's got like a twenty-five gallon tank on it. Oh my god! Yeah, it's horrifying. Like more than a hundred, definitely. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, what during COVID we were breaking like over a hundred and fifty bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> per tank, yeah, it was yeah. awful. Anyways, yeah. back to Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I um, don't know. Uh, so I yeah. Anyways, I wanted WeatherTech mats for Christmas. I mm-hmm. also got. I think I got one of probably one of the weirdest things I wanted in a long time. 
Um, I knew that no one would buy me this stuff for like the podcast or anything like that because this this setup alone that I have over here and then cost like four hundred fourteen dollars. Added oh, up wow. Arthur's shipping stuff to ship <laughs> everything to him. That adds on about thirty bucks, which makes the price go up to about four hundred and four hundred and yeah four hundred and forty four. So yeah, um, I was told that I also got I like this microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah, me definitely too. I yeah. I might <laughs> use you. it. Uh, I might use it as sort of like a travel one. It's, it's really nice and it's super small and tiny. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's like smaller than the Yeti was. Uh, oh. Just just by a little bit, just by a little bit. But it yeah. it its form factor is very nice. It sits very nicely on the boom arm. So I might end up getting a SM7B maybe maybe later on mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Um But yeah, as of right now, I'm very happy with my setup and stuff i'm finally yeah. able to use xlr and stuff it sounds miles better um oh, but shit. uh yeah what do you what do you you just want money for christmas yeah that's it uh-huh. i don't care about anything else like if i get it then i get. I don't it. Like, care about the presents underneath the christmas tree i care about the dollars <laughs> i just <laughs> i just want the dollars for my own more than you could ever know Making my wish come true. Baby, all I want for Christmas is your fucking money. <laughs> I would... I'd listen to that song. I... Okay. I mm. I have to say, I hate Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, as you know. Is it, like, over... It's, like... You've got enough of that song. You've heard it. I've so got enough times. of it, and you know what? I have... There are, like, three Christmas songs, which I don't like. There's only one band... That I like that does like one Christmas song that I absolutely hate. It's Little Drummer Boy and for uh not Leave It to Them. It's uh for King and Country. Absolutely amazing drum solo that does mm-hmm. Little Drummer Boy. Absolutely amazing. Love that version. Uh for like Do You See What I See? Fucking hate it. Uh All I Want for Christmas is You, don't like it and stuff. I I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Song I those songs are very repetitive. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh now I used to not like Last Christmas by Wham, but Remy Wolf did a re- rendition of it, and for some reason that just sort of clicks with me and I like it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I, I really like that song. Um and I never have in the past. So yeah. What what are your like f- least favorite Christmas songs? I don't think I have any. Really? Do you yeah. just not listen to Christmas music? Uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, you want to know, I'm sitting in our my like long room where like my setup is and everything. I'm like on a couch and I'm literally looking at my Christmas tree right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't decorate our Christmas tree till like the middle of December. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't even have a star on it. It got destroyed. Oh. <laughs> we, like, put this on. Uh, We, like, put this stuff on. And then, like, the Christmas lights we did, like, a week later. No, we decorated the tree at the beginning of December. We put on the Christmas lights, like, a week later. Mm. So, yeah. It's just been so cold. We've been so busy here. 
and we just really haven't had time to but now oh yeah that... taco what's up uh on the topic of all i want for christmas is you uh you know pug gaming yeah he sent this meme in cadeville general oh what is it look in your down you said it to me yeah oh wait i'll read it says oh, wow I've seen this. oh good i've seen this um <laughs> uh yeah i i think like my christmas era starts like around um halloween my christmas era starts late into late into fuck late into november or that's when it starts yeah mine starts like late into halloween but it's mainly because that is where like because of where i work we start preparing yeah. stuff for Christmas in October. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, now, uh, like, we don't really want a lot for Christmas. There are some kids that really want a lot for Christmas. But I, I want to take a time to talk about something. Um, I know that, like, a lot of people, I, where I've seen, like, there's something that I did as a kid. Um, it's called Operation Christmas Child. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing uh, something. Hold on. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was hearing jingle bells. You know what? It's probably PTSD. I don't care. Um, I, uh, I did something as a kid. It was called Operation Christmas Child. And what it is, is it sends, you pack a box full of things, and then you take it to, like, a church or something, and mm -hmm. then they send it. This is, like, an international thing. They send it on a plane all the way to Africa to Aww. kids that are, like, in poverty there and aren't able to afford, like, Christmas gifts, and they give them stuff. Aw, that's so cute. Yeah, and it's really cool. Um, And this isn't, like, like oh, some, like, tiny number. It's, like, oh, like, eh, it's, like... 25 like uh 500 boxes that go there no like because this is like a nationwide thing there are like tens of thousands of boxes that get sent every year to these kids which i think is awesome mm. and i do want to say one thing i'm not i don't i don't talk about this community anymore that i was in but i had a membership in it and the owner of this community asked if he wanted, if we should donate the pro, so like I had a membership in that community or that server that I was in, um, and I paid fifteen bucks a month for it, um, and uh, the owner of that confirmed that he was not taking that money for himself, and that he was donating it to children's charities in need for Christmas mm -hmm. this year for like all year round. And I was like, you know what? I don't care however fucking much it is a month or how much it takes out of my paycheck. If that money's going to like kids who don't have the luxury of being able to get stuff for Christmas, I want my money to be put towards that. Yeah. That's a really good mindset, actually. Yeah. It doesn't, I like, for those of you who, like, for those people who have like their heads up their asses or they're stuck up about everything uh, or they think that they don't have enough. Why don't you go a Christmas without asking for anything? Tell your family to get you nothing. And then mm -hmm. then you will finally feel that feeling of like what those kids have and don't have. Because I went through a Christmas one year where we had like lost our house and stuff 
uh, we had to move. We didn't have enough money oh. that year to be able to get anything for Christmas. We didn't have anything for Christmas. If the only things that we did have was like stuff for like stockings and a few couple presents that were under the tree, but even th- but like those kids, they don't even have that. Like these kids, they don't even have like a home sometimes to go to. Mm-hmm. They don't even have like parents that will support them to be able to get them stuff for Christmas. And so I think that if if the money is going somewhere not to benefit one person, but to benefit other people that are in need, their life and stuff like that, I will put my money towards that. I might see later on if it's doable um, or if we get to like some certain point. I want to do this in the future. If we get to a certain point where we are large enough to start making a profit off of like YouTube, Patreon, or mm-hmm. um, you know, like sponsorships or anything like that, I want um, to be able to take some proceeds from that and donate that to some children's charities. Oh, I want to yeah. do that. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think, I think that people they get so wrapped up in Christmas and they forget that this is a season of giving, not a season of getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you got like someone, you know, you got a like new car. Whoop do fucking do? But um, <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like if I, it means so much more to people that are around you if you give something to someone rather than yeah. they get they give you something from them. So that's 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 how I think about it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I want to yeah. I want to first of all start off. We we're gonna get into this. I swear. We're we we have am I the asshole planned? We're gonna look at Reddit. Um and stuff. We're gonna talk about some fucking things. You sent me a subreddit, which scares me. Oh, um, that's that's subreddit. <laughs> uh, that's subreddit. Now I have, <laughs> I have um on my photos some screenshots of some stuff that I have from uh Reddit or like stuff or uh-huh. like no, not on that. I'll, I'll keep like screenshots open on my phone. Oh, I did not I did not mean that. Oh. What'd you send that? <laughs> What'd you send? Oh, you didn't send anything. I didn't send anything. I did like I did not mean like that. The, oh, that oh okay. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. we are gonna wow. go we're gonna start with Am I the asshole? Um Am I the asshole for throwing away the expensive whiskey my brother got for me for my fortieth? I'm forty years I'm a forty year old male just turned 40 last week. I'm divorced and have two teenage kids with my ex-wife. One is 17, male, 14, female. My whole family came to my party and and my girlfriend's apartment last Saturday. At my girlfriend's apartment last Saturday, for my birthday party. Okay, <laughs> my parents, my parents, some some aunts, some uncles, some cousins, my three brothers with their families, my two kids, and my girlfriend's 15-year-old son who lives with us. I'm a recovered alcoholic, and I've been sober for six years now. Honestly, let's give him a round of applause. Being sober, that that's hard. That's yeah. Hard, especially if you are an alcoholic. I know firsthand. I've had family members that deal with that. Being sober is hard. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, fucking keep on going, dude. Like, um, 
Alcohol absolutely ruined my life. It destroyed my marriage and nuked my relationship with my kids for years. I don't allow alcohol in my home now for anyone. It just isn't served or tolerated here. My entire family knows this very well as they know my entire history with alcohol. For my 40th, Mm -hmm. my brother bought me a very expensive bottle of whiskey and it had writing on it. A very heavy bottle with some very old whiskey, so it probably cost him a couple hundred bucks. First of all, why would you spend that much money on someone that you know that is an alcoholic? Alcohol for an alcoholic. I think your does your like brother. We might find this out in the future, but if your brother knows that you are a recovered alcoholic and you are sober for four years, why would he do that? That's like putting that's like putting salt on a wound. Yeah, that's that is like abs- That's that's horrible. Like, don't do that to someone who struggled with alcohol in the past, because that's not helpful to them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, when he gave me the bottle, I was shocked and said, I don't drink. But thanks for the gift. He then opened the bottle and started pouring shots and plastic cups for everyone. Like, oh, my God, your brother sounds like an absolute dickhead. Um, oh, my daughter had a panic attack at the smell of the alcohol, which I'm painfully aware is my fault and I will never forgive myself for it. So I told my brother to take the alcohol out on the balcony and just leave it there. He wouldn't do it and took the shots of whiskey and I took a shot of the whiskey. I told him to seriously stop and he proceeded to pour the whisk to pour the whiskey. He then said I'm acting l- that I'm acting like a sober saint now when I ruined everyone's birthdays for years with my drinking. I told him to come to the hallway with me and talk it out. He refused and put a glass of whiskey in my hand. I then oh. took, took the trash can, threw the whiskey bottle in it, and then the plastic cups and took the trash out. My brother then stormed off and my mom followed him. She later called me, demanding for an apology for disrespecting my brother like that. My dad said I was bl- being overly sensitive and some of my other family members also agree. You... Uh. That is the end. You are not the asshole. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> yep. If you struggled with alcohol abuse in the past, that was a fucking dick move for your brother to make. No, anybody that that is like that's pouring like gas on a fire. That is no that's like gaslighting oh. first of all. Like in the worst way. Like he like stated like he told like he said that like this destroyed his relationship, this destroyed his family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how stupid do you have to be to, like, not remember that, like, oh, this person has a problem with this. I don't, yeah. I shouldn't do this. Number one, you spent, uh, like, $100 on something that you know, like, they're not going to use, that they're going to throw away. Second of all, uh, you did it even whenever, second of all, you continued to pour it whenever they told you to stop, and it was causing their, like, daughter, it was causing his daughter trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think at first of all you should have like kicked your brother out of the party, like kicked him out of your house and like you could have either sent the bottle of whiskey home with him. But you made the right move to fucking throw that shit in the trash and fucking take it out. That mm-hmm. was a fucking right move to make because that that is what parents are supposed to do. He noticed that like he remembered that he caused problems with this. This is what is giving his daughter a panic attack. This is what tests his family's faith in him, and you know. He's not. He's putting his family before, fucking taking mm-hmm. a drink and then getting like, um, getting like some relief of it for a couple hours or so. 
but so he was putting his family first. Um, I think that his parents they're overreacting. Like, mm-hmm. and what? Like, I don't know what your mindset your parents have to be to like say you were being overly sensitive and that you were being rude. Like, number one, this is your fucking birthday party. You invited these people over, and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, um, you know, it's not your fault that uh, your brother spent hundreds of dollars on a bottle of whiskey, and it's not, uh, and it's not uh, your fault for taking it out whenever you told him not to do anything with it. Um, and I don't, you know, I, for parents, like there are some parents out there that will never understand. Unfortunately, there mm-hmm. are. Uh, and like, I hope that like someday that like some of those kids or those parents they do figure out that like this is wrong. Yeah. Like that. Um. So yeah, you're not. You're definitely not the asshole. You like you know keep going on. I hope you're like. I hope like for me personally, I hope he's doing amazing, uh, and that his family's okay. I'm so. I feel so fucking bad for him and shit like mm-hmm. that. You know, that's, like, awful to hear about. So, like, no, he's not the asshole. Yeah. Anyways. um, Ooh, this is a would I be the asshole f- for reporting my roommate for academic misconduct. This is NSFW. Oh. Sound the alarms. I am a student at a reasonably respected university. My roommate is also a student at this university and has been for having a sexual relationship with their professor slash supervisor. Roommate, otherwise single, early 20s professor, married with kids, 40s. The relationship between them has been going on for multiple months now. However, I have just come to learn that several rules were bent from my roommate by the professor throughout their time studying under them. No penalties for late submissions, last-minute extensions, always granted. I also come, I also, I've also come to learn that they have been awarded a scholarship with over one hundred thousand uh, dollars to complete a PhD project with this professor as a supervisor. Again, the scholarship includes a yearly living st- stipend. Uh, Course fees paid for and several trips overseas to exotic locations covered to conduct their research at. Naturally, the professor would be going along for these trips too. I'm reasonably confident with my roommate did not get the scholarship fully on their own merit. The professor likely had a part in them getting it. I reasonably con- I have reasonably concrete proof that something ar- something already is going on. Would I be the asshole for reporting this to the university and sharing the proof with the uni- with the university? The likely results of me reporting this, uh, if believed and acted upon by the university, are my roommate having their master's degree stripped f- stripped from them, the professor losing their job, professor's family becoming aware of the affair happening, my roommate losing the scholarship, and possibly being unable to ever further their education again. Um. Now I I agree with you. You should report this. Number one, you are number one. This is unfair to everyone else in the class. Mm-hmm. Like college, it's difficult because college can be unfair. Professors do sometimes play favorites, 
But if this professor is giving them in hand, like if this person is getting essentially a free ride through college because of this professor and they're helping them to work and stuff, that is that's like cheating. Yeah, that's cheating big time. You know, like cheat on a fucking math test. Oh, you're not going to go to hell. But cheat on a scholarship. That's a whole fucking different thing, because that's something that people apply for and Mm -hmm. stuff. And by you having that unfair advantage of having a professor, someone that knows about the scholarship and knows what they're looking for and knows exactly how to get to them and get you awarded for it, that yeah. that's unfair. You wouldn't be the asshole for reporting that because you'd be standing up for not only yourself, but also for uh, the, class. the class and the other people, the other applicants of the scholarships and things like that. Also, Mm -hmm. the fact that this professor is already in a relationship and has a family and a wife with Mm -hmm. children, that's also something that you need to be considered for. One thing that I would do is talk to your friend first about it. Talk to your friend about, uh, like, warn them about this. Say that you'll report it if they don't stop. Don't just directly go to it because if you can let, if you can have her understand what's happening, and let them down easy and have them let, you know, their lover down easy, then mm-hmm. no one gets hurt in the situation. I'm not one just to fucking go hard at everything. Um, just to like, you know, jump right in and, you know, try to mess up everyone's life, like some people that we know. Um now like then again, if nothing happens after that, then yes you should report it to them. If that keeps on going on, you should report it Mm -hmm. and stuff because your friend doesn't deserve to have a master's degree. If they are, doesn't deserve to have a master's degree, let alone a doctorate or PhD, whatever you want to call it. Um, If they like simply bounce their way through their class while, you know, smashing their professor, (laughs) um, (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Do, you, do you agree? Do you agree with me on that? Does that make yeah? Sense? Because cheating on, I mean, being cheated on sucks. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Like, yeah. I don't think that. Like, that's a, like, a just, just you know, talk to your friend first about it. Mm-hmm. Don't just go hard and go for it all. You know. You know, like those. Those are the type of things you don't fall. Don't follow the, you know, the you live once, like, motive. Don't do that. Because, you know, that's whenever you can also, like, fuck over someone else's life. But also, you may, like, screw up your life, too. Because that shit may come back to haunt you. Um, But, yeah, like, I would say that your friend, your, like, roommate, talk to your roommate first about it. We were calling her friend, roommate. Um... Yeah, talk to your roommate first before you do anything. Uh, Ooh, this is one. We just kind of talked about this, like, you know, maybe 15 minutes ago or something. Am I the asshole for refusing to buy my husband an expensive car even though I have the money? My husband, male 35, and I, female 30, have been married for the past 10 years, and we have five amazing daughters together. Because of that, I dropped out of college and have been a stay-at-home mom for the past 10 years. When we had our oldest, when we had our oldest daughter, 
my husband is the bre- is a bread is the breadwinner and I take care of all the chores in childcare. While my husband earns quite a bit of money, which allows us to live comfortably, he's also obsessed with budgeting. Thus, I typically only have enough for household expenses. For the past five years, I've been working on a series of books. I've been writing everywhere, so I've been writing everywhere I could. Five minutes here, five minutes there, and while I sacrificed a lot of sleep, I have managed to finish my series. Unbeknown to my husband, unbeknown to my husband, I kept it a secret because he always considered it a waste of time. I was, I was tough. It was tough, but I managed to get an agent and was incredibly lucky to get a deal to have my series published. I was, a, I was ecstatic, and when I, they told my, how big my advance would be, I almost fainted. Much more than I expected for a first-time deal. It's in the higher five digits. Oh wow! That's awesome. The fact that a stay-at-home mom wrote a book, like just like a little bit of time here or there, that's awesome. I love stories mm-hmm. like these. Whenever like a person does that, that's why we do what we do. You know what? Because you know it may be tough right now, but later on, we're just it just keeps on going up from here. Mm-hmm. Like it. That's like we. That's what you do. Like if you feel like this is something that you enjoy doing, it'll pay off eventually. Um. I haven't told my husband yet, and I had to borrow money from my sister to get an accountant. Mm, accountant. <laughs> Ideally, I want that money saved up should something happen because I honestly don't know the details of our home finances or of for our kids' future. That is a very important... That's a good parent move. Uh-huh. Now, that also brings up a very important thing. If your husband isn't telling you about what the house expenses are... like. This is how my mom uh, was. My dad did this to my mom. Um, and my dad, turns out he like was embezzling money. My mom never knew a fucking thing until it all blew up. Um, and uh, like my mom didn't know house, house finances or expenses. To know that this mom is doing this for her daughters and stuff to be able to keep it safe and everything, that's important. That's what that's that's really important. Good good strategies. Um, whatever will be needed. Plus, I would love to have some spending money without asking my husband Greg. However, Greg found my contact, found my contract, and he is now de- demanding I get him a new car for Christmas, a very expensive car, which would cost the majority of my advance. Okay. What car are we talking uh, about? No, what? No, we're not talking about the car. Don't fucking do it. And if anything, buy yourself a car. Yeah. What? What? Your husband can afford the car. If your himself? husband, if your husband is a so-called breadwinner, and mm-hmm. he has so All much right. money to help you live comfortably, he should buy himself a car. Yeah. Don't fucking buy him a car for Christmas. You are not obligated to buy him a car because yeah. I I think that is so absolutely fucked up. This is whenever like if you do this. It's like if you are married, this is a commitment. You do things together. You know, you just don't buy a car just for you. You buy a car for the whole family and you do that together. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the thing. You your husband may manage the finances, but he doesn't get to dictate where the money goes. Like, right? He doesn't dictate yeah. it's like he doesn't get to dictate where the money goes. You know, you as a woman are very 
very capable of managing your own finances and what sounds to be like you're very capable of being able to sustain your uh your daughters as well you, you like i i fucking hate that your husband is demanding a car a very expensive one mm-hmm. like if he wants that car so bad he go he go he can go and buy it to itself it's the same thing with my grandparents my grandparents have money for me i very well could they very well could buy me a very nice and expensive car but the thing is is that I that's like my that's my money to spend and you know what I choose to use that money for my education and to further my advancement in life uh and stuff uh and so like that would be like my brother asking to use like my college fund in order to be able to buy him a new car you are not the asshole mhm um like I you first of all there's there's something that people need to understand, especially about buying a car. Things look nice, and they are nice to have, but in the end, do you really fucking need it? Like, if, if your car gets you from point A to point B, do you really fucking need it? Like, it, yeah. is, it, is it that important where it dictates your, like, well-being in your, of your life? You're not obligated to buy him a car. If he has a car, he should be happy with what he has. And know that he has a family. And he should be happy for you. You even said that he thought that the book that you were making was a waste of time, but now that you're getting money from it, he doesn't. He, this is like a gold digger, yeah. but like a man, like a husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I would, I would say, like, bring that up to him. I wouldn't just, you know, take it. Fucking bring that up to him and ask him, why didn't you support me whenever I was writing this book or writing my series? Why did you not support me throughout this whole entire thing? Because I feel like this is uh, this is absolutely messed up and stuff. You know, you're supposed to be supportive and stuff. If he can take care of the house expenses and you are a stay-at-home mom, any money that you get should go directly to you, not to him. Because he doesn't support you. You support him because without you, he doesn't have anywhere to fucking go then. Mm-hmm. Because like I think that your hus I think that her husband doesn't fucking realize that if he loses her, he loses his daughters. He loses yeah. his family. So I, I think that that is like an asshole move to like make an asshole move to do. Like don't ever fucking tell a woman that. Or like don't ever demand to have like money from someone. You're not obligated. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? Like, you can afford the car yourself. Like, yeah. Why? If, <laughs> if you can afford the car yourself, then go buy it yourself. If you want it mm-hmm. that bad, go buy it yourself. Don't just fucking buy it to buy it. Buy it because you're going to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that irritated me so fucking much about there was one person that I was in that server and with and he come in and he's constantly talk about Mercedes. Constantly talk about them. And you know what? I told him and I said, I don't give a fuck about what car you're able to ride in. I'm happy with the one I have because I have a car. Mm-hmm. And it's like I have a car that does things that probably your parents' cars can't do. Like fucking go off roading at a lake with a fucking crossover. Who knows? Um by the way, I actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like if you if you want a car if you want a car that bad, then you buy it yourself. Don't make other people pay for it. Mm Hmm. So yeah, you're definitely not the asshole. Am I the asshole for giving my my daughter a Snickers bar? God, this is so fucking funny. What? Am I the asshole for giving my daughter a Snickers bar? I, 25 female, am married to my husband, Richard, 42 male. He has two identical twin daughters with his ex-wife who are nine years ex-wife who are nine years old. For the purpose of this post, I will call them Isabel and Maria. I struggled to tell the girls to tell the girls apart, so my husband gave Isabel a pink wristband and Maria a blue one so I could tell them apart. I I th- I think this is awesome. I I like that. That's that's so cool. <laughs> if it, honestly best way to tell twins apart. <laughs> pink mm-hmm. one, blue one. Pink one, blue one. Yep. <laughs> I'm currently 5 months pregnant with our son and one of my biggest cravings is Snickers bar. Oh. I'm so happy. So happy for you. Um mm. This is an issue because Maria is allergic to nuts. So I usually eat them in my, in my car or our bedroom or the backyard to avoid contamination. Maria's allergy is quite severe and she knows she isn't supposed to eat anything with nuts of nuts in them. On Friday, I sat in my bedroom. I was sat in my bedroom going ham on some mini Snickers bars while watching Netflix. Honestly, I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. <laughs> Just eating chocolate, watching yeah. some shit. Yeah, when one that is of the, such a vibe. To be such honest, a vibe. When one of the twins came into my room, I asked who she was, and she said she was Isabel. And she asked me to come. She has to come sit by me. I didn't even know she was. She was at home, but she told me that her dad dropped her off with the keys and went. And he went back to work, which is something he does often without telling me. I checked the wristband to make sure it was Isabel, and she had a pink one on, so I didn't think twice to let her sit by me. She took a piece of chocolate from me and ate it, which me, which to me confirmed I was with Isabel, because Maria knows she's not supposed to have Snickers. It turns out I was wrong, and the girls had swapped wristbands to play a joke on me, and she immediately started experiencing a reaction. Thankfully, I had an EpiPen and drove her to the ER and called my husband. He called their mother, who was infuriated with me, and she started yelling at me in the ER waiting waiting area, so I ended up having a panic attack. Maria ended up being fine, and the girls came clean about wanting to play a prank on me. Maria hasn't had a reaction for the past few years, so she's saying she forgot how bad and serious they were. My husband is on my side, and he is saying saying that Maria is old enough to know that she shouldn't be eating any nut products, in, and it's not my fault. I thought she was Isabel, but their mother is saying that I shouldn't have any nut products in the house that could tempt Maria. And since I struggled to tell them apart, the smart thing would have been for me to not allow either of them to have the chocolate. She's now demanding that the girls aren't to be left alone with me and the other family members are be berating me for being careless. I f- just feel so awful and terrible and I would like an unbiased outside perspective on the situation. Am I the asshole for giving my stepdaughter a Snickers bar? Um, uh, I would say no. 
No, I you're not. I would say no. Because, you're not, like, because, first of all, the girls played a prank on you. So that was mm-hmm. bad on them. Bad. Um, and I forgot to read this. Uh, an edit also says, I'm autistic, so I struggle with faces. I'm actively trying to memorize their differences. Okay. That That's a very important thing to make. If you can't, if you have struggle remembering faces, the family should know that. They should know that. Or they probably do know that, but they aren't just considering it. The fact that the family isn't listening to you and stuff, it's not your fault. You know, she, as you said, she's old enough to know that she's not supposed to have anything like that. Okay. You know, um, and like, I, I appreciate the fact that her husband is standing by her side, um, going yeah. against his family and stuff and saying that, like, it's not her fault. I think that his ex needs to, like, shut the fuck up, first of all, and, like, listen. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, you're not at fault here. You know, you're, first of all, you're pregnant. Second of all, you're, like, going through cravings. And this is one of those things that, like, just happens, and you need to satisfy that. Um, And so, no, there's no reason for you to be the asshole in this case. If you were to be called one, that would be so much of a fucking problem. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. We can't wait to see to see you guys on Christmas. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day. Yeah. All right. Next episode now. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we're just.